Morning, everyone. Today is the 14th of October. Mark is going to continue to read in Pink's book, The Holy Spirit. He's ready for Chapter 8, Part 3. If you want a copy of this book, you can go to um, Amazon.com and pick up a copy for around $10. Holy Spirit, Chapter 8, Part 3. When a new dispensation commenced at Pentecost, further appears from the tongues like of the fire, Acts 2.1. When John the Baptist announced that Christ would baptize the Holy Spirit with fire, the last words might have suggested material burning to any people except Jews. Their minds, far other thoughts, would be awakened. To them it would recall the scene when their great progenitor asked God, who promised he should inherit that land, warned him to stranger. Lord, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit? The answer was to call the smoke and furnace and a burning lamp, Genesis 15:17. It would recall the fire which Moses saw in the burning bush. It would recall the pillar of fire which gathered by night and Shekinah which descended and filled the tabernacle. Thus, in the promise of baptism by fire, they would at once recognize the approach of a new manifestation of the presence and power of God. Again, we read that there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. Acts 2.2, further evidence is found the new dispensation had now commenced. The word sat in scripture marks an ending in the beginning. The process of preparation is ending. The established order has begun. The Martian and creation, beginning of normal forces, in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rest the seventh day. There is no weariness in God. He did not rest from fatigue. What it means is that all creative work was accomplished. The same figure is used to the Redeemer of him. It is said when he had made purification for sins, he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, and no other priesthood had sat down. The priest of the temple ministered stand because their ministry was provisional and preparatory. A parable on prophecy, Christ's own ministry was part of the preparation of the coming of the Spirit. Till he sat down in glory, there could be no dispensation of the Spirit. When the work of redemption was complete, Spirit was given, and when he came, he sat, he reigns in the church as Christ reigns in the heavens, as Chadwick in the way to Pentecost. There are a few incidents more illuminating than, than that recording the last day of the feast in John 7, 37 to 39. The feast was out of tabernacles. The feast proper lasted seven days during which all Israel dwelt in booths. Special sacrifices were offered, special rites observed. Every morning one of the priests brought water from the pool of Siloam. Amidst the sounding of trumpets and other demonstrations of joy, the water was poured upon the altar. The rite was a celebration of prophecy and bore witness to the expectation of the coming of the Spirit. On the seventh day, the ceremony of the poured water ceased, but the eighth was a day of holy convocation, the greatest day of all. 
On that day there was no water poured upon the altar, and it was on the waterless day that Jesus stood on the spot and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Then he added those words, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, from within him shall flow rivers of living water. The apostle adds interpretative comment, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they believe on him were to receive. The Spirit was not given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. As the scripture has said, there is no such passage in the scriptures that quoted, but the prophetic part of the water ceremony is based upon certain Old Testament symbols and prophecies in which water flowed from forth from Zion to seas, renew and fruitify the world. A study of Joel 3.18, Ezekiel 4.7 will supply the key to the meaning, both the right and our Lord's promise. The Holy Spirit was not yet given, but he was promised, and his coming should be from the place of blood. The altar of sacrifice, Calvary, opened the fountain form, which formed from forth the blessing of Pentecost, as Chadwick. We have considered the meaning of the Spirit's descent and pointed out that it was the fulfillment of divine promise, accomplishment of Old Testament types, and beginning of a new dispensation. It was also the grace of God flowing into the Gentiles, but first let us observe and admire the marvelous grace of God extended unto the Jews themselves. In his charged apostles, the Lord Jesus gave orders of repentance and remission of sins to be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Luke twenty four forty seven. not because the Jews had any longer a covenant stand before God for the nation was abandoned by him. For the crucifixion, see Matthew 28:38. Order to display his master's mercy and sovereignty. Accordingly, in Acts, we see his love shining forth amidst the rebellious city, in the very place where the Lord Jesus had been slain. The full gospel is now preached, and 3,000 were quickened by the Holy Spirit. But the gospel is to be restricted to Jews no longer, though the apostles were to to commence their testimony in Jerusalem. Yet Christ, glorious in all affectious name, was to be proclaimed among all nations. The earnest of this was given with devout men of every nation. Under heaven, Acts 2 5 explained how here we, every man in his own tongue, verse 8, it was an entirely new thing until this time God had used Hebrew or a modification of it, this Bollinger's. If you had a new Jewish dispensation, the Pentecost was then inaugurated, divinely set aside. What occurred, Acts 2, was a part reversal and a blessed contrast from what, what is recorded in Genesis 11. There we find the tongues were divided, destroyed evil unity, and to show God's holy hatred, madness, iniquity. In Acts 2, we have grace at Jerusalem, a new and precious unity, suggestive of another building. Max, Matthew 16:18, living stones contrast the bricks of Genesis 11:3 in its tower. P. W. Heward in Genesis 11, the dividing of tongues was in judgment. Acts 2. Cloven tongues was in grace in Revelation 7, 9, 10. We see men of all tongues in glory. We next consider the purpose of spirits to set. To witness unto Christ's exaltation, Pentecost was God's seal upon the Messiah, Jesus. 
proof of his pleasure and an acceptance of the sacrificial work of his son. God raised him from the dead, exalted him to his own right hand, and gave him the spirit to bestow upon his children. Acts 2, 3, 3. It's been beautifully pointed out by another that on the hymn of the Ephod Warden by the high priest of Israel were golden bells and pomegranates. Exodus 28, 33, and 34, the sound of the bells and that which gave them sound was their tongues, furnished evidence that he was alive while serving in the sanctuary. The high priest was a type of Christ, Hebrews 8, 1, the holy place was a figure of heaven, Hebrews 9, 24. Sound from heaven speaking in tongues. Acts 2, 2 and 4 were witness that our Lord was alive in heaven ministering there as the high priest of his people. To take Christ's place, this is clear from his own words to the apostles, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. John fourteen sixteen. until then Christ had been their comforter, but he was soon to return to heaven. Nevertheless, as he went on to assure them, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Marginal rendering of John 14:18. He did come to them corporately after his resurrection, but he came to them spiritually and abidingly in the person of his deputy on the day of Pentecost. The Spirit then fills the place on earth of our absent Lord in heaven with this additional advantage that during our absent Lord in heaven, this additional advantage that during the days of his flesh, the Savior's body confined him unto one location. Whereas the Holy Spirit, not having assumed a body as the mode of his incarnation, is equally at everywhere resident in abiding with every believer. Okay, thank you, Mark. We'll plan on being back here Monday morning. Good Lord being in the matter. Have a good weekend.